This information is subject to a disclaimer at the end of this podcast. Please ensure that you listen to the disclaimer and go to www.ubs.com for further information about UBS. So hi there, this is uh, Jeff Robinson from UBS's Research Academy. Um, today's uh, we've got a little something to say on that. It's about the three pillars of financial modeling. This is a, a, a technique or, or, or a, a thought process that I've included in, in my financial modeling work as well as the work that I, uh, I try and teach to other people. That there, there are three pillars that you've got to subscribe to in order to build an effective, useful financial model. The Research Academy is an educational platform that we run out of UBS Research. Our programs are uh, virtual as well as in class, as well as on demand. We've also published a number of interactive eBooks. I think the one that is very relevant to this audio cast is Build Better Models. That's available in physical as well as eBook format. And what we're really trying to do is fuse together our educational and analytical backgrounds together under the one umbrella and put it together as a unique product to learn from. You will see and hear from top ranked and number one ranked analysts from the platform. And to sum up, we're, we're trying to help you tap into our resources to make Make the most of yours. For more information about the Research Academy, please go to uh, ubs.com forward slash research academy. So these three pillars, I mean, of what makes a good financial model um, are probably not the three pillars that you're thinking of. Um, it's less to do with being awesome at Excel formulas and clever formulas that nobody else knows. It's less to do with that and more to do with the design of your model. A well-designed model is going to help you construct simpler formulas that can do clever things. I mean, that, after all, is the nirvana that we're aiming for, is we want to be able to build really clever models simply, right? That's something that goes through our Build Better Models book time and time again, is that if you can do clever simply, that's a skill, right? That's hard to do. What is easy to do is to build a financial model that is clever and is hard and nobody else really understands it. I mean, that's going to just subsume so much of your time explaining to all and sundry about what you've done with your financial model. I mean, why have you done this? Why have you done that? How come this is happening? It's going to drive you nuts. Really, what should happen is somebody should be able to pick up your model very easily understand where the beginning, the middle, and the end is. See the flow of the data. Know what's an input. Know what's an output. Know what's a formula. You're running sensitivity. You're running scenarios. And there's an easy, I suppose, identifiable flow through that entire model. So let's just give you the high-level overview of what I think. This is a personal view. What I think the three pillars of financial modeling are. Pillar number one. I think it's good layout. Right, pillar number two, I think you've got to present your models very well. And then pillar number three is all based on if you've got good pillar ones, pillar twos, your layout's great, your presentation's great, your Excel formula should be relatively simple. Now, let's just take each one in turn. Um, good layout, what am I talking about there? I'm talking about not just getting an idea and then jumping headfirst into a model and just building away and then changing your mind about what it looks like, adding something else in just to make it work, and then moving something else to the top of the sheet because that's where you really wanted it in the first place. Really, good layer is all about trying to visualize your output and what is the most effective mechanism to get there. 
all right? How can you break up this complex problem? I mean, a lot of us can build clever stuff into one cell, but you press F2 to edit the cell and that spills this enormous formula. That's gonna take some headache to try and get your head around. Because you might build it one evening, come back the next day, press F2 and look at this formula and think, my goodness, last night I was incredibly clever. And now I'm feeling kind of stupid because I can't really figure out my own work. Imagine what that feels like for your boss. Yeah, your colleagues, they're trying to go through and figure out what have you done. Maybe your clients as well will look at this work. So I think your models have to be very well laid out. I think the program needs to break up the bigger questions into smaller bite-sized chunks and use the rows that you have. You are never going to run out of rows in Excel spreadsheet modeling. You've got a million rows there. I defy you to use every single one in a standard model. So if you break up that question into manageable bits, sometimes it's easier just to put information horizontally versus vertically and vice versa. And just think about the construction of that answer. You know, I'll give you an example, a weighted average cost of capital calculation. You know, we can all do that in one cell. Yeah, it's a risk-free rate, a beta, an equity market risk premium, a cost of debt, take it net of tax, multiply each component by their debt to total capital weighting, and you get a weighted average cost of capital. And what you have is an answer of 7.3% just in the spreadsheet. Now, you press F2. It's a hard formula to figure out. Hard, but it's a simple calculation. We've just made it hard in the formula. And then if you print it out, the problem is you've got no visual audit trail of how you got to that answer. I mean, trying to chat through your derivation in a meeting with 10 eyes on you, and it says 7.3, and somebody says, well, how did he get there? You've got no audit trail to back that up. So the layout can be absolutely vital. And sometimes I would just recommend just getting a pen or a pencil and sketching out what the layout could be before you actually get on with the model. Think about, you know, what's first, what's second, what's third? You know, what can I split up? How can I disaggregate the behavior and the logic and then come out with a conclusion answer I can feed into the rest of the model? And it takes a bit of work. All right, I, I think my ability to lay out my models is pretty good, um, but it's taken 20 years of kind of making a lot of mistakes before I've actually got there and got down to something that I think works effectively. So if you look at my depreciation waterfalls, yeah, the layout's pretty fixed. Yeah, my modeling of net operating losses and carry forwards, again, is pretty fixed, but it's been a layout that's been refined over time. And you know what? It's made the coding a lot easier despite trying to model something quite clever. So that was number one, layout. Number two is presentation. You should have the pride in your spreadsheet to think, you know what, if I put this in front of my boss, a client, it would be a good reflection of me and a good reflection of my firm. Now, that's not the point, really, of presenting your work nicely. Um, I'm a great believer that if you do the work in a financial model and you've got to export it into a report, there should be no extra work to be done. You take a snapshot, you put it in your report. But I think the main thing about good presentation associated on a foundation of good layout is that you will spot mistakes much easily or easier than a dirty model. A dirty, nasty, hard to figure out what on earth is going on model. Um, you can make mistakes and be oblivious to it. Whereas a well-presented model with good flow, you're going to understand and be able to control those assumptions much, much better. 
and you're going to be able to spot the mistakes, the, the, the issues where your assumptions become misaligned, operating model, reinvestment model, the peaks, the troughs, all that kind of stuff should stand out in a much clearer form if your model is nicely presented and also ideally consistent from sheet to sheet. The formatting consistent, the layout consistent, the thought process consistent. Now, if you get um, pillar one, pillar two, so layout and presentation nicely in order, it should make number three much easier, and that's Excel formulas. Um, I don't think you should be building complicated formulas. right? If your layout's good and your presentation's good, your formulas should be relatively easy. After all, you've taken the big issue and broke it down into simpler questions, so that's going to make simpler formulas. Right, I look at all the work that I've done over the years. I really do believe, I think you can build anything in a financial modeling context with a handful of equations. I think the most complicated equation I might use in my modeling is an index function with an embedded match. Right, all that does is it data mines some data for me, quite often in a scenario analysis context, and brings it into my equation. But everything else I'm doing, it's if statements, if or, if and. Maybe count, count if, mins, maxes, maybe combining mins and maxes together to create, you know, floors, collars, and caps in the work that I am doing. So I'm using very simple formulas with very simple structure. And if those formulas get long, you know what I start thinking? I start thinking, really, I've asked too many questions. My question's too big. How can I break up that question into smaller elements? in order to break that down. So those are kind of the three big pillars. I guess there are other skills that you need to have. Um, I've said it in a previous audio cast, I think you need to be all over your shortcuts. Yeah, if you can have a set of 20 shortcuts, yeah, that you use, let's say 150 times a day each, yeah, you are gonna save a ton of time. We're talking hours and hours over a week, days over a year. And that's going to help you get through your modeling process easily, but also more efficiently, more accurately. You know, those stupid little mistakes that we make where maybe we click on the wrong cell and we pick up the wrong cell. That shouldn't happen if you're using a keyboard shortcut. Um, I think you've also got to have the ability just to break down problems. That helps you break down the equations. Um, I think you've got to think outside the box. I think you've got to think ahead like a chess player. I'm modeling this today. Right, what's going to happen with this output? Where's it going to go? Right, now how effective am I going to be transferring that data around the spreadsheet? How big does that analysis need to be? Now, if you can put those skills together, shortcuts, breaking down problems, thinking big, thinking ahead, and then layout, presentation, and then hopefully simple Excel formulas, I think you're going to be able to build big models yeah, that are simple, but clever. And that's what you're aiming for. Simple, but clever. And if you're able to do that, I think your bosses are going to be happier because it's going to be easy to review your work. I think your clients are going to be more appreciative when they look at what you've done and they can actually use your Excel spreadsheet like it's a tool, not like it's a black box where you throw something in the beginning and then some magic happens in the middle of the model. And then out the end, you get an output and it's a ta-da situation. And there you are. So that's kind of my view on the three pillars of financial modeling. It's something I subscribe to on a daily basis. And I probably spend about a third of my time thinking about what I'm going to model before I actually do the modeling with the other two thirds of my time. 
consequence of this, I don't make many mistakes. If I do make a mistake, it's easy to spot, it's easy to fix, and I haven't wasted a lot of time. Um, my name's Jeff Robinson. I uh, run the Research Academy here at UBS. Uh, if you've got any further questions or anything like that, um, we're very easy to get a hold of. We've got an email address, uh, researchacademy at ubs.com. We've obviously got our website platform, which is at ubs.com forward slash researchacademy. We'd be delighted to hear from you. There's a ton of product on the website, which I think and hope you find useful and hopefully we'll speak to you soon. All right, take care, look after yourself. Cheers. This content has been prepared by UBS AG, its subsidiaries, and or affiliates, and is purely informational in nature. It is not investment research and does not contain an investment recommendation nor investment or professional advice. It is not an offer or solicitation to engage in any investment activity, and you should seek your own financial, tax, and legal advice before engaging in any such activity. UBS has no responsibility to you in relation to this content. It has no regard to your personal circumstances or investment objectives, and receiving it does not imply any form of client relationship with UBS for any legal, regulatory, or tax purpose. This content is not intended for distribution into any jurisdiction where to do so would be contrary to law or regulation. UBS does not accept any liability over the content of such material or reliance upon any information contained herein. The views and opinions expressed by any guest speaker or third party are not those of UBS. Accordingly, UBS does not accept any liability over any such views and opinions expressed by such persons. This content is the valuable intellectual property of UBS, and UBS specifically prohibits the redistribution of it in whole or in part without its prior written permission. Copyright UBS 2021. The key symbol and UBS are among the registered and unregistered trademarks of UBS. All rights reserved.